Welcome. You are listening to SIB Life Church Sermon Audio Podcast. If you would like to know about SIB Life, including our online service time, you can join us online at siblife.my. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Wow. Praise the Lord. Uh, thank you so much to the worship team. So good. Um, what a privilege for me to be able to join all of you for worship today and to make new friends over the last two days that uh, Pastor Kenneth and myself were here. Thank you again, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Wagner, the leadership of SIB Life for having us be part of your, your amazing team and to share together. We are still learning and I love being here. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to now and the next service under pressure. Uh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I have to start engine, you know. So long. Uh, we have a church in Indonesia, two churches, but we haven't gone back, so haven't been sharing. Uh, now I have to share in Basa. Wow. Put me under pressure. Okay, praise the Lord. So good morning again, and um, yeah, uh, it's always good to visit and be a part of another service because we get to meet the body and the you know the, the children of God. So, Pastor Daniel, thank you for I don't know who you were talking about just now, <laughs> uh, but definitely we've gone a long way back uh, with Anne as well. I, I, I serve full time with Anne uh, as well. So yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really familiar here and thank you so much for welcoming me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Pastor Kenneth sends his love to all of you. Uh, he's actually preaching in another one of our plants, a new plant in Banda Utama today. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> he's over there. Praise the Lord. Amen. Wow. Um, what can I say? Uh, God is so good. Amen. He is moving. I'm excited to be here at SIB Live because there's so much life. <laughs> Woo! Bringing life to the nations. Amen. That's, that's what God calls us to do, isn't it? Ask of me and I will give you the nation. Psalm 2. So if you ask, He's going to give it to you. Are you excited? Amen. Uh, it's the same for us. You know, I, all my life growing up, uh, not so young, but still young. Uh, all my life growing up, I really wanted to be in the mission field. I wanted to be a missionary. And, um, and uh, you know, the scripture asked of me and I will give you the nations, you know. But I didn't know how God was going to do it. And, you know, many years later, I mean, this is from when I was just a teenager. Uh, the Lord has just opened doors for us in, in Acts to, to be uh, in different cities in the nations. And uh, I tell you, I hope I get to share with you just, I'm taken aback. I'm standing at, and looking at God going, oh, whoa, God, you good. <laughs> Amen. Um, and uh, it's really exciting when you are in Jesus, dalam Jesus. Amen. All is possible. Yeah, nothing is impossible. And, uh, and so I'm really pleased uh, to be here. And, and Pastor Daniel, you know, his name precedes him like everywhere we go. Yeah, oh, Pastor Daniel. <laughs> okay. um, reaching those who need to hear the good news and to pull them out of the lies of the enemy. Amen. Because we want to preach the kingdom of heaven is here. And now, not tomorrow, but now, here. Otherwise, you and I won't be here worshipping the Lord. He would have called us home. But there's a work to be done because He wants His kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So we want to live the kingdom of heaven now 
and enjoy all that He has for us, not just keep waiting for the future. The future is going to be amazing, beyond. I think really luar biasa. But we, we, we can live luar biasa now. Okay, amen. So my, I want to share with us uh, this, this word and... Um, you know, just having gone through oh, two years of, of whatever you want to call it. Lah. I don't know what to call it really. Lah. I call it nonsense. Lah. But anyway, it definitely brought out the best in us or it could have brought out the not so best in us. So I want to talk about strengthen your faith and sharpen your focus. Strengthen your faith and uh, sharpen your focus. Amen. Let's see how we, we get here. I need to know what time I should end by. What, 10.30? Thereabouts? Okay, all right, amen. Okay, let's look at this scripture. My brethren, in James 1, uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking Nothing. Amen. Yeah, I mean, just something Pastor Daniel just said, right? We are in the situation. Don't pray that we just get off it because I also want to just get out of it. But what's the journey? So he, here, uh, we, are, we are reading James and, you know, Elder James is saying to the people in, in the, the church, the Jewish uh, believers, that count it all joy when you fall into various trials and, and you know life has many trials and testings. Know that the testing of your faith will produce patience, let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect. Come on, people. You may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Hallelujah. And I want to add on to that before I move on. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7 is declaring God's word. In view of all this, make every effort, church, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Amen. Supplement. Okay, you all take supplements, right? Now, don't just talk about vitamin C, D, A, B. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance, patient endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. I tie these two scriptures together because as we, we see what James is saying and what Peter is saying, is really growing our faith and growing on to the next level of our faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to worship together and to seek your face. Lord, I give you all the glory as we celebrate your faithfulness that you have brought us through one amazing week. Lord, I, I just humble myself before you. Help me, Holy Spirit, to deliver your word faithfully and help those here, your precious sons and daughters, to receive your word that it may be bread to some of them, immediately needing it now. Others, it will be seed that it will build up their faith, oh Lord God. Thank you. Help us, Lord, to draw nearer, to draw closer and to go deeper with you. Help us, help us, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, um, you and I know that uh, we will go through different trials, different testings. Um, you know, um, we need to also recognize what is God trying to do in these times of 
difficulty and trials. Um, it really is going to help us anchor our faith, really going to help us to uh, go deep. Um, and uh, instead of you know, being unbelieving, let's be believing. Uh, over the two years past, this never happened before in any part of the world. I mean, when it first, when the pandemic hit us, I, I don't know what we were thinking. I think, yeah, like, our government said three weeks. I thought, okay, like, I can do three weeks. <laughs> and from three weeks, it's been two years, you know, being locked down. Like, this lockdown thing is what? It's crazy. Um, we don't know what sort of, like, what hit us? Uh, first year, I think we survived. We did okay. The second year was just, uh, I think it, it, really, um, it really affected a lot of people. And, and uh, not that we were under trial, like there were different trials, but still, it was a difficult time. So this morning, I, I want to encourage us as a church, as believers, including myself, we need to do some strength training. Lah. Uh, all of you go to gym when I don't. Lah. Okay, strength training and resistance training. Why? Because something happens when we do this kind of training, just as the way uh, James is saying it. So if you look at my slide, uh, it says, wake up and work out. Woo! All right. But uh, <coughs> uh, not using those things. Uh, I believe we want to build spiritual muscles. So I can't help you there on the workout because I don't even work out very well. I don't go to any gym. Uh, but I understand the importance of it. I would love to, but... Uh, Getting there. Amen. So, how do, we, how do we strengthen our faith? How do we sharpen our focus? I think one of the things, what happens in the natural is also parallel with the spiritual. So, if we can build in our physical strength training or resistance training, that's what you do when you work out, it is the same in our spirit. And I believe that we need to build our spirit more than our body. Oh, yes, very gaya. All right, I don't have that kind of body. Uh, my husband used to be six packs, now one pack. Yeah, you can see him that day, right? Satu packs, sada. <laughs> no, 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 no six packs. But the strength training in our spirit is more important. Now, what is strength training? In the natural, most of you, if you are quite used to, you know, talking about training and exercising. Strength training helps improve the strength, the range of motion, the mobility of your muscles. I didn't know your muscles can have mobility. Okay, uh, ligaments and tendons. This can reinforce strength around major joints like your knees, your hips, ankles to provide additional protection against injury. Amen. Uh, involves performance of physical exercise that are designed to improve strength and endurance. Now, there are a lot of big words, uh, isometric, la, then f f f something metrics, la, then aerobic, la, then anaerobic. Okay, all these things, when if you're seriously involved in strength training and you know, working out, all these come to play because it really strengthens your muscles, your bones, your ligaments, your body is being strengthened. And also, of course, a lot of people want to lose weight. They want to bring contour to their body. Today, I want to bring contour to your spirit. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, because uh, let's be reminded in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 8, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse uh, 7, a little bit of 7 and 8, it says, exercise yourself, exercise yourself towards godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Amen? Amen. Alright? So exercise is not bad. Going to get your body in shape, not bad. It's good. 
But he profits a little only, a little, sedikit saja. But he says, but godliness is profitable for all things. So, so we do a bit more, we do a bit of physical, but let's build our spirit because our spirit is going to last. It's going to go. Your body ain't going to last, you know. I tell that to myself lah. This outer body <laughs> is melting away. <laughs> it's just going away. Uh, but my heavenly body is going to be perfect. I pray in God. Amen. <laughs> so oh, no, no, I just encourage you. Lah. Not that I do, I'm saying don't exercise, don't be disciplined. I think if you understand the discipline in strength training, you will understand the strength training in the spirit. Amen. So it's parallel. So first things first, uh, wake up and work out. Well, you can do this in your spirit as well. Wake up. And work your spirit. Amen. Because uh, there's no other way to build your spirit than to really seek the Lord early. Okay. Some people like to do quiet time at night, in the afternoon. So if your mother, your nursing mom, it's difficult to manage everything. But find the time to work out your spirit one way or another. So first one first. Number one, build lean muscle mass. Build your spiritual muscles. Okay, build your spiritual muscles. Okay, uh, apparently, apparently, uh, you know, as you grow older, uh, you get fatter. Uh, <coughs> it's happening. Okay, uh, but we also lose muscle mass. So that's why we need to do some form of exercise, some form of strength training to... Uh, so that our, for, for women, especially the, our bones will, will remain a bit stronger. Lah. Otherwise, no more. Calcium all going away. Alright? Our spiritual muscles, the same way, needs to be built. And I find that if we don't uh, take time to, uh, to allow our spiritual muscles to be built, we cannot run the long run. We cannot uh, endure a lot of things. We remain like little babies instead of mature uh, believers. I think Jesus, I believe Jesus wants us to mature. I'm not asking us to grow old physically, but to mature. So maturity has nothing to do with your age. Maturity has everything to do with your person, your character, your spirit. So that's why in an ex-church, you will see a young person, 19 years old, planting a church. And all the aunties and uncles will say, you are so young, lo. <laughs> All right. Or uh, any other. Um, our, our elder was only 25 years old. Elder Kenya. 25. Everybody said, your elder so young. I expected an old. He's old now, lah. Yeah. Yeah, he just suffered a heart attack. So he's old, lah. Yeah. At 40 plus. So then, now he's old. But at 25, they wanted an elder that was in his 50s, about to die. No, I'm 50, so cannot. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to die. Come on. Um, maturity has nothing to do with your age. It has a lot to do with the maturity of your spirit. And a lot of us don't take time, uh, including myself, sometimes we don't put serious strength training, resistance training in our spirit. And that is so important. You want to build these spiritual muscles so that you can go for the long haul, so that you can really tahan all kinds of challenges that come. But how do these spiritual muscles get built? It's really, as James says, when the trials happen. Who never go to trials? Hey, to give birth, all the mummies here, how many mums here? You know, carrying the nine months, I don't know which is easier, the nine months or when you're giving birth. I have no idea. Okay, I, I don't have children, okay? But uh, the nine months, also I hear from the moms, like some of them have different kind of challenges. Then towards the last few months, you're really heavy. They all tell me, I wish you just come out now, now. Now, but baby taking time. 
and then you have to go through the birth pangs and then you give birth. I mean, there's some amount of resistance, some rintangan uh, to even give birth that you go through something. In life, you, you have to develop that way. If everything is smooth sailing, even, even for a pregnant woman, if she does not exercise, it is going to be hard to deliver. The more she walks, the more she works, not just sit down every day unless she has complications, it's very difficult to have a smooth delivery. So in life, we cannot just expect easy. I would like it to be easy, honestly. Uh, I, I, now in, in pastoring with my husband, uh, uh, I told him, please don't plant church. Okay, AYA Youth Organization lebih senang, very much easier because as my husband said to some of the leaders, we go in, we come out, we are heroes. I don't have to clean the poop. I don't have to do discipleship. I don't have to sit with you and cry with you, but we are heroes. But when we became pastors, that's where the work is. God wants us to have a pastor's heart, a shepherd's heart. And I admire all pastors. I, I, really, I really support pastors, pastors' wives, the team of leadership that really walk with the sheep. And I, I really don't believe in discipleship from afar. I really believe in discipleship here, now. I, I walk into different churches sometimes and, you know, I get these young people going, wow, you know, like, a bit starstruck or what, but I'm, I'm not celebrity, like, I'm just normal. So, wow, and they, wow, I really love you. And then, then they tell me, oh, my man, who's your mentor? They, they want to tell me their mentor, Brian Houston. Uh, or this speaker or that speaker I say are, are you sure? Does he know your birthday? Does he know your name? Does he know when you graduated? Was he there when your baby was born? But your pastor is So I tell you Build where you're at Build as a pastor As a shepherd We go through a lot As different As human beings Generally we already go through Many kinds of challenges But it builds you up So everything you see in the natural will also be parallel in the spiritual. Amen? So first one, uh, when we talk about spiritual muscles, it's, it is needful now to do this. And the only way, there's no shortcut. I wish there was a shortcut. How many of you are in the gym and you are training? Come on. Don't put your hands. Okay. Alright, you do the gym stuff, right? I see people who, have, who really have very skinny guys, right? Suddenly, after some few months, whoa, buff. They panggil, buff. Yeah? Like, Baby, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but it took a lot of effort, uh, time, change of diet, from what I understand. Uh, working out. Sometimes work out more than, you know, praying, you know. Ah, there we are. We just sang. We're on our knees <laughs> praying. That's your spiritual muscle. There's no shortcut. Even the physical, no shortcut to build. Lose your tummy, flat abs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Build, buff. It took time. Then in our spirit, it is the same. There's no shortcut to build spiritual muscles. You need time, basic, word, prayer. It, you need discipleship. Jesus said, you know, you are my disciples when you follow me, right? Follow me and be my disciples. Uh, you, people know you as my disciples because of how you live, because you keep my commandment. So there needs to be discipleship. We need to have teachable spirit. We need to learn to memorize God's word. We need to use God's word daily and, and exercise our faith. Hallelujah. Exercising your faith is to have an active faith in Christ. And I want to share with you that when I married my husband, uh, he introduced this word to me called walk by faith. For my whole Christian life, 
I heard about it, but this man is going to make me live it. <laughs> okay? I didn't even dare tell my parents he got no salary. <laughs> Alright? He really didn't have. He started AYA. It's like our baby. The same year we got married, the same year we started it, poured our whole life into Asian Youth Ambassadors. Five years going around the country, plus Daniel and, and all the other youth uh, from SIB were part of that team. And you know, I didn't dare tell my mom then, no. Because when he said the vows, my husband said, and all my worldly wealth. I think, oh, no, belakang. Don't have anything. <laughs> so there was, I knew there was the worldly wealth. Um, and so we started with that, with really nothing much but uh, wedding gifts, and started what we did. But you know, um, building these spiritual muscles together is to walk by faith. And he said to me, uh, I, I, I kind of like the idea that he was a man that could actually lead me. Uh, I had other boyfriends. <coughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, broke up today. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I break up, not they break up with me, okay? Okay, but, uh, but this, I like the idea he could lead me. I like the idea that he had vision for life. So important, right? He really had a vision for the things of God. But what I didn't know I'm going to buy into is live by faith. <gasps> no salary for him. Lah. So I, I still worked. I still went out to work and I took care of all the bills. But he started this journey of faith. And one of the things he said, because I grew up for a family, wait, 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 my, my father lost everything, so I, I, we really had nothing. And I had to put myself to college, you know, and yeah, it was just tough. Couldn't go, couldn't go overseas for university education. So to me, everything is, you have to save, you have to be careful. But my husband, first year of marriage, he says, hey, we're going to go to Australia. Like how, huh? <laughs> and he said, you know, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> he said, we pray together, okay? We pray together, we believe that God will provide the etiquette. Because uh, my grandmother lives in Australia. His uncle, I have not seen my grandmother for a long time. So I'm going to take you to see your grandma. Wallah, I said, I don't know what this kind of faith. I never heard of this. So we pray, lah. Okay, I have no faith. Unbelief. <laughs> he probably, if he knew, he'd say, woman, <laughs> unbelieving woman. <laughs> I thought I married you because you're godly. No. <laughs> uh, but okay, la, pray, la, okay, pray for the etiquette. Those days, uh, it was about 800 ringgit. And over a few months, and really, I think I ride on, I rode on his faith because the etiquettes came and, and came, white envelope, <laughs> with enough funds to buy the etiquette. And then I, I was working at that time uh, and I, uh, I, 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 I'm from corporate and I left my corporate job, went to missions, then went into becoming a teacher, uh, a language teacher. I studied for that as well, took an extra course. So I saved all my money from my teaching uh, and changed everything to Aussie dollars. No, that's it. Next month, I don't know, I'm going to makan already. So it, we went. And there began that journey of faith. Your faith muscles get built when you take those steps. I, I would not have this faith if, I had, if he did not challenge me. Where will I have this etiquette to go? In my family, we have no such thing. You know? We don't have means don't have. Yes, we love God, we trust God, but we never ask. And, and while I experienced some things, but this was on going to happen on a daily, monthly, yearly, 27 years of marriage experiences. And that, that spiritual muscle called faith began to grow. That means you actually literally take God's word as it is. 
If he says it, it has to happen. That's how my husband lives every day. He had to take care of the house rental. I did not handle that until today. I don't pay the house rent. Uh, I mean, we've now owned the house because God gave us a house. But when he had to pay rent, I just took care of everything. I said, okay, la, you handle big money. I cannot handle. Takes big faith. But no, faith like a mustard seed. Friends, if God says it, then you need to apply it. Then your mass, your, 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 your muscle mass will grow, will develop. And you know, the testings never stop. It, ne- it keeps coming. Lah. My husband said, Cikgu, ah, Cikgu pula. God, God, enough. Lah. Dude, enough, right? I went through so much already. Still, lah, more trials. Lah. And the Lord said, why not? <laughs> Sometimes when you get out the trials, right, you say, why me? Why me? Then God said, why not you? <laughs> because you're special. <laughs> so tell a neighbor you're special. <laughs> you're special. You're special. And God chose to bless you with some, you know, some, some experiences. Uh, again, count it all joy when we go through the different trials because it will produce patience. And that patience, you know, when it's perfect, it will be complete and you will lack nothing. Friends, it doesn't stop just one time. Our lives will constantly, as long as we live on planet Earth, you will have different trials, you will have different challenges. Don't give up. You are actually building your spiritual muscles. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we want to build spiritual muscles, we need to take the steps of faith. If you don't take the steps of faith, you will not experience. So if you say that your Christian faith is boring, this is because we haven't taken that step of faith. Starting this church, I heard many testimonies. You are living life on the edge. <laughs> Alright? Same. For us, where, where? I don't know where. Where's the money? Don't know. Where's the people coming from? Don't know. Where's the check? I don't know. Live life on the edge. But that, that's what the word of the Lord says, right? Trust me. And see me move. Amen. He will move. So the only way to go to is the boring way. Every day, you need to come to the word of God prayer, you know, word of life, memorize. Take that word and practice it. Practice it. Practice it. You have to. Uh, we pray for, for healing for people. So many years pray for healing for people. But when I got sick, I had to pray for me. And I've had different, different, uh, you know, sickness or whatever challenges. Uh, in the recent pandemic, my dad was uh, struck with cancer. I just didn't know what to do. So, it's like your life is being tested. You're in the hot water for too long. Like, Enough, la, God. Cukup, la, cukup, la. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's a lot of money involved. But, you know, if I don't exercise that faith and I don't believe that He can heal, then I won't experience it. And because I experienced God's healing, and I prayed uh, for myself and others, my husband, uh, I, I was healed. Uh, I had an ovary. Uh, my ovary had a cyst. The doctor said, you... You know, I just take off everything. Like, Hello, that time I'm still young. La. Hey, I want to have children still. No, simply take off everything. Hey, you know, no, can't touch this. Nah, 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 nah. Can't touch this, okay? So no, you ain't going to touch it because it's mine. You telling me to take off my womb? Sorry, man. Too much information. Uh, but I said, no, Lord. You said by your stripes I'm healed. I prayed for people, they get healed. They, people who cannot have babies, have babies. Lord, I'm going to pray this cease to go away. And I just had to, I tell you, it didn't take one day, it, didn't take, it took some years. But finally, the breakthrough came. The doctor also like, the pranjat, because 
he was actually the doctor that took over Dr. Chu. So he, I forgot his name. And he's like, uh, I said, hey, doctor, sorry, uh, uh, I'm going to pray about you. Okay, like, you pray. La. <laughs> All right, you pray. La. Uh, came back again, came back again. Finally, he checked in. They couldn't find it. Praise the Lord. The Lord took away the cease. Amen. And be, I've, that built up my spiritual muscle that I believe when I pray for people because God has done it for me. I mean, some things may not happen immediately. It didn't happen immediately for me. It didn't happen, you know, some people immediately for me. It took a few years. But, yeah, the situation was like that, but it doesn't mean my God has changed. He hasn't. So I have to stand on that. My spiritual muscle of faith grew. Strengthened a little bit. More mass coming on. Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, it just helps when you actually act on the Word of God. Come on. What are you going through? Are you actually living God's word or you just put the word on the shelf? Yeah, I know that verse. But have you applied it? We got to practice it. Amen? So to build spiritual muscles, you got to do the long yards. It's, it's boring. La. But you got to. La. Everyone who's built, go to gym one, la. it's like that. Every day you have to push. La. Oh, yo, okay, la, you push. La. But you know what? It's that last push. That last push-up. That last uh, weight training that you will get the boom. <laughs> you want the you cannot just 10 done you got another 10 another 10 you go no it's that last one when you say you can't then you get the okay you get a buff alright secondly reduce fat okay when you exercise you reduce fat for me reducing fat in the spiritual unnecessary weight <laughs> unnecessary weight what's unnecessary weight Friends, you know, body fat percentage will increase over time. <clears throat> uh, if you don't do anything to it, alright, to replace the lean muscles that you will lose over time. How about your spirit? You know, sometimes we can uh, just sit and receive a lot and we never do anything. Can? Yeah. Yeah. We receive, we receive. Every seminar also want to go. Every, oh, that teacher, this teacher. Then I ask the question, have you practiced it or not? Because you become fat spiritually and then you don't practice it. But two, for me, even more important, some of these fats can drag you down. And what are those unnecessary weight? Sin. Recurring sin. Unforgiveness. Offenses. Uh, and oh, we still carry the offense on behalf of Pastor Daniel. Oh, somebody says, I carry for him. <laughs> Alright? And you know, you, you, you carry and you become like some hunchback. You know? In the spirit, you are hunched. Outside, you look like okay. But if you've got uh, x-ray machine, you look like hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> you know, you carry this baggage. Unnecessary weight in order for you to pachut, in order for you to run for the Lord. Uh, uh, anyone to go missions? Not me. Anyone want to serve committee? Not me. <laughs> I'm very heavy, la. very fat. La. Very, uh, a lot of baggage. Lot of, they don't even know it's baggage. We just keep putting on fats. If we can build and burn, then how much more in our spirit to check our hearts, to check where we're at? Is there unforgiveness? Is there offenses? Is there issues where we have unresolved matters? Are we suffering with insecurity? Are we looking for validation all the time? Hey, we all go through this, huh? Yeah. Everyone go, I also want to be validated, no? Huh? Then you cannot. <laughs> you have to grow up. Because God will take you through. If you're willing, 
God will take you through and you learn to be validated in Christ. That's your first step. But if you keep looking to be validated, sometimes it's just like, enough lah, enough lah. Yo, stop it. Sandra, stop it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who, what matters is the Lord validates you. So people carry these kind of fats. Friends, the only way we need to let go is by choice. We cannot let go lah. We, cannot for- we have to forgive. We have to say, no. Don't go deeper. We have to humble ourselves to say, please forgive me. Um, I, I go through these things day to day. You know? I, I've, I've, I, my parents live with me. I'm so old, they still treat me like I'm a child. But it's my house. <laughs> yeah, my mother you know, still tell me, hey, your face like that. <laughs> hey, your rambut like that. Hey, why you wear this kind of dress? Then I go like, mom. <laughs> I pastor, you know, of a 3,000 church. How are you talking to me like that? I can't say that. Because <laughs> my mom also don't give chance. She like, so what? <laughs> I must call you pastor. I don't need you to call me pastor. I'm like, just, just accept what I'm giving to you. Ah, okay, you all know. Mother, father and <laughs> in-laws. And, it's not even my in-law, no. I also took care of my in-laws better than my own parents. Oh, you. Oh, my husband's very gracious. So, you know, you go through this and it becomes baggage sometimes because it's family. So hard. And, I, and I'm also, you know, a servant of the Lord too. In terms of I'm serving other people and I, I could treat you better than I treat my parents sometimes because you see that every day. But I have to deal with it. I have to let go. Grow up. <laughs> Be mature about it. Stop arguing with your parents, you know. Uh, and... and, and and just say, Lord, I, I, I need to let go of this weight. If not, I cannot run. I cannot run this race. I'm, I'm falling behind. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to... And so we speak about it. And so I tell you honestly, this is what I go through. So I have to let go of this weight. Lah. And say, it's okay. Move on. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> say sorry to mother now and then. <laughs> okay? Or, or to husband. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so body uh, our, our fat <laughs> Our unnecessary weight Comes in this form lah, friends. And uh, you know Sin separates us But sometimes it's little things that we do That we, we don't really want to call it sin But if it's something that separates you Stops you from uh, you know, coming to the Lord Then it is a fat It is an unnecessary weight let go. If you can't work with someone, you can't see eye to eye. If you see the person coming, you walk this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I did that before. I see this auntie coming. Always see me. Man. Always see me. You know. Pastor, why are you so thin? Huh? I'm not so thin now. Lah. I used to be. Lah. Pastor, why are you so thin? Huh? Yeah, I, wow, I felt it. No, felt it. No. Go say, no, I soak you in the oil so you won't fat. <laughs> Actually, I wish la, I would remain thin like that, la, but I'm not. La. So I'm like, what? every time I see her, I'm like, oh, she's coming there. Walk this way. <laughs> oh, oh, I walk that way. I, I, I had a fear of what she would speak over my life, right? But I had to overcome it. That can be unnecessary, an unnecessary weight for me in order to pastor someone because I can't pastor her. So I've got to get over that. Amen. Thirdly, come on, guys. Boost flexibility and improve range of motion. For you, what does that mean? Flex under pressure. Okay, when you're under pressure, can flex. Uh? No, I, I know we, we, we will go through a lot of pressure. But number one pressure, most of us will go through huh? your first date, your first girlfriend, your first boyfriend, and they say no. 
Uh, uh, I like you so much. We're such good friends. Can we go from friend to better friend? <laughs> Can I be your... You know, I don't know, like, I can't remember all these terms so long time ago. But, you know, wow, the guys, especially when the girls say no, huh? Hello. I'm dying. I'm like, boy, wake up. <laughs> you got to be able to take a no if you want to chase a girl. When you're ready for a no, then you're ready for a relationship. Wow, but this kind of... How to, how to improve my range of motion? How to take a no? So relationships are will really, uh, either you flex under pressure and say, okay, the girl rejected me, I don't know why. <laughs> or the boy rejected me, I don't know why. I need to flex, but most people don't. More and more are like, I'm going to die, change church, don't go to church, give up Jesus. Or we're still, why God, why God never answer my prayer? Must God answer your prayer because you want it that way? Since, are you God or He is God? Ayo, this called spiritual muscle. Are you God or is he God? If he is God, then he must have a bigger say. And we have to learn that. And I teach our young people, I mean, because I, our church was always campus students for a long, long time. Now old already. But <laughs> now got children already. Line Trita. But when they were young, you know, like that, like, oh, I want to give up, I want to die. Yo, why? The girl said no. It's just a no. It's just a no. You can find other girls. See, so many fish. But I want that girl. Then your problem. <laughs> Cannot flex under pressure, the pressure of getting a no. Can you under pressure when you're going through really, really uh, pressured time, especially when you, your work, your family. Uh, the, the two years of pandemic, uh, or just before and pandemic, I, I, had, I, I had to carry the weight of my father being taking him to hospital, up and down, up and down, and work. I, can, I cannot not work. Uh, my husband's busy. So, ferrying him to the hospital, back again. Almost on a monthly basis. To the hospital, back. Sometimes I had to sit in the hospital and wait for whatever surgery. Sometimes I felt like the sad song, you know. Like, Mangapa! In Chinese theme, guy! Why rain? <laughs> and like, why me? Why have to do this? Then the bills are so expensive. I'm thinking, how? And you cry. Can I flex under pressure? Can I again put God's word into action? And I had to say, Lord, you said to serve you and you'll take care of my parents. Please, Lord, I, I, I have only this. Thank you that you will heal my father. Because I cannot keep on paying the bills. They were, they were quite high, and, but God provided. That is God's faithfulness. Every one of those therapy he needed, the money came. God provided. I don't know how, but he came. Kind. God just touched people's hearts. They just gave, and I could pay the bill. But I would sit there, working, waiting for him, and then, okay, done, I go back to work half day, go back off to work. At times, you feel under pressure because can you keep doing this, you know, every day, you know, like that, or every month you're having to rush to the hospital, da-da-da. But we need to flex. Flexing means you are of this, you are here, this is where you are. When the pressure hits you, can you flex, move this way to reach out? Can you bend, humble ourselves and ask for help, bending our will? Because things aren't going the way you wish, you hoped for, you prayed for, it changed. Are we able to not 
we, are we able to just bend? Because when we bend under pressure, then at least we go with the flow that, okay, the circumstances has changed, I bend and I don't buckle. I break, I break down. And many of us will have different situations, be it your workplace. You can't keep changing your job just because your boss is lousy. Or your, you know, every, every time you work, your boss not nice, change job, change job. You won't have a good record, no? No good track record. So you boost your flexibility. If you exercise uh, and train uh, in the gym and, and then you become more flexible, and it's true because your muscles become more better, you know, able, your knees, everything works better and you are able to bend or able to have mobility. In our spirit, same thing. If we are too rigid and you say, no, it cannot happen like this, and then if God didn't answer the way you wanted it, God didn't send that man, that woman you want, gave it to somebody else, lucky worse, uh, then you are, oh, cannot. No, the Lord wants us to learn to bend. Jesus was king, was son of God, but he bent. He came to serve. Are we willing to serve others? Not Jesus reached for a towel. He did not reach for a title. He reached for a towel and he washed the feet of his disciples. Peter should have been washing their feet, but Peter was too angry that he didn't sit next to Jesus, their special guest. Who was it? Judas. Useless fella. Jesus, Peter's like, I can't stand his face. <laughs> I'm not going to wash anybody's feet. But Jesus bent his will. He knew Judas was going to already betray him, but yet Jesus bent to the will of the Father reach for a towel, wash their feet. Can you and I bend? Very hard, law. <laughs> Very hard, law. But that's where your spiritual muscles that are being built up, you let go of your fats, unwanted weight, you become a little bit more flexible, and you bend your will. And you say, Lord, I will go this way. I don't like this way, but I will go this way. Help me, Lord. And you just, every time you, you kena this kind of testing, this kind of molding, and you bend, the law will only strengthen you. Remember, friends, in, you know, you take exams, right? Any kind of exams. You take exams, what? It's to pass, right? Not to fail, no? God, God brings you to a test, uh, not to fail you. He actually wants to pass you. It's just how you and I are going to respond. You take one level, you pass, you go on to the next. You go on to the next. Until, you know, you're just so one with the Lord that you know this is, this comes, okay, I don't understand why, but Lord, I'm going to bring it to prayer. I don't understand why this situation like that. I tell you, it's very real. I, I understand. I, I, I too have to learn to bend my will. And lastly, raise your energy, raise energy levels. For me, it speaks about endurance. The more you pump iron, the more you, you know, exercise, your energy level grows. People who exercise, or even you start walking around your garden, your, your whatever, helps lah. I tried lah during pandemic. Walk around the park. <laughs> I thought I tried to run. Oh my goodness. My legs like iron, you know, like batu. Like, I don't know lah, cannot run. I tried to run, my heart was beating, man. And then, <laughs> thank God my husband wasn't there. Now he laughed at me, right? I couldn't, I just couldn't. So I walk lah. I walk lah. I have to accept my age lah. Okay, like walk lah. And, uh, and, and, and just build up that endurance, right? To have more energy levels. Friends, we need the same thing. 
You've been through a pandemic. How many have endured? How many have endured? You're still here. You're here, you know, brothers and sisters, you're in church. Many people stop going to church, watch online. But if you're watching online because you're not well, because you're traveling overseas, there, you know, there are reasons. You're sick. But some people just chose not to endure coming to church. Some of my members told me, very tiring eh, to, to get ready for church. I said, but before this, you were getting ready for church. <laughs> no, lah, well, I found out, huh? very tiring. Lah. I have to dress up, then I have to come, then I have to serve. Well, very tiring. But at home, huh? roll out of bed. Watch with your pyjamas on or your underwear. So somebody actually confessed, Pastor, I'm sorry, I just rolled out of bed. And then I just roll out and then I turn on and then online worship service. I said, it can last for how long? You will not grow spiritual muscles. You will not understand commitment. But more to that, what is it between you and our Father? Because James is reminding us that this is talking about being, He is perfecting us. Come to a place where He wants to complete us. That you will lack nothing. Lack nothing meaning when again you face that trial, you will lack nothing. God, you will see that strength coming through. Peter is saying, come on, build on one to the next one, to the next one. He doesn't stop at moral excellence. He said, come on, on moral excellence, build, you know, knowledge, knowledge, self-control, self-control, build patience with endurance, then godliness, then brotherly affection, and then love for everyone. In the church life, in the life of the church friends, we're all different, you know. You, you like me, you, <laughs> you so with the same people, the same, not always. But we get there because we have iron sharpened iron. We don't, we, we learn endurance by going through circumstances. Are you able to endure hardship, pain, difficulty? I don't know, I don't know. I, 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 I see people doing things in the natural that really shows me they can endure. Why we cannot endure to our service? Too long? I'm sorry, I'll end soon. <laughs> oh, I want to change church because of that one, one hour service. I roll eyes. But apa, one hour? <laughs> one hour ni worship. <laughs> but we need to endure because life is going to have harder testings. Friends, if we thought the pandemic was bad, brace yourself. There are going to be greater challenges. Will the church of Jesus Endure Because nowhere in the Bible says It's going to be easy Read Revelations Read what Jesus says He says the one who endures to the end You remain Because even the elite of God Are going to be tested Means what we think is Wow they are very favored Full of favor Even they will be tested I, We all will be tested lah. Can tahan or not I, I don't know what we'll be tested in But this pandemic Sure showed us Whether we have it or we don't. Yeah, yeah. Do we really love God? Wow, the, the moment they say can go church, huh? I thought uh, my whole church will come back to church, you know. Manatau? Anjing boleh datang. I was so surprised. I was so excited to be at church because I, three months, you know, online, online, until lah, you're kering, you know, so kering, uh, like, oh, I'm so excited. So I, I didn't think of asking my leaders, but when I turn up, well, very few people. Uh, very few people. What's wrong with y'all? Of course, 
what we call relevance and intelligent people, we must be careful. We might catch COVID. Hey, which C is in your life? Huh? Which C? Christ or COVID? Of course, when I, when I first preached, I said, come on guys, come out of your caves. People condemning the pastor, you know? Wah, this pastor, kurang ajar. Bukan kurang, kurang ajar. Oh, if I suck it, who's going to pay the bill? If I die, how? Die. It really shows whether I can endure different things. Lah. I, know, I know you have to be careful. I'm not asking you not to be careful, but it really shows whether we had it or we didn't have it. And that we really miss God's house because King David said, oh, I know I want to go into the house of the Lord and worship together. Come, let us go into the house of the Lord. But this one was not, come, let us go to the house of the Lord. Come, let us stay in our house and worship from afar. It was, I cried when I worshipped that day because something else happens. When we worship together, there is worship at home, we have no choice, yes, we still worship, but there's something else that happens when we gather. Yeah. There is something about your faith yeah. and my faith together, yeah. kaboom! Yeah. Wow. Faith, atmosphere, people get healed, people get delivered. You come to church every Sunday, don't do it duty, you know, it's a privilege. Because as we come, the atmosphere is lifted up. Somebody walking in this morning, you came heavy, I believe the Holy Spirit will lift it up. Because we combine our faith, the atmosphere of faith allows us to speak into that circumstance. Endurance, my dear friends, is what our faith will need in the days to come. But we have to build now. So I want to say, jangan putus asa. Don't give up. Don't give up. Very hard to get, very hard to dress up. Ayo, my children got 10. Oh, pandemic buat baby. Tak ada line kerja. Rezeki. Alright. Okay. Turn down the lights. <laughs> Raise up the music. Oh, okay. But uh, we, we need you here lah. The church needs to still shine, you know. Bring the kids lah. Never mind. I'm okay when we bring our kids. Uh, you'll be sing like crazy. Never mind lah. Just bring lah. Because I want the children. In the house. Yeah. I want my children to love God. Yeah. Where are they going to learn it from? Yeah. From the auntie, uncle. La. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for each other. So I leave this. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 9. He says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God. Come on, the power may be of God, not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Church, you and I are, are made stronger than what you imagine. Just like those who have babies in the house here. When your first baby, you thought, like, Ayu, it will break. Your first child, Ayu, don't dare touch, la, don't dare, right? Your second child, you're like, one hand also can change. Your third child, lucky the kaki can change. The fourth child, you tell your first child, you change. I tell you, it gets better and better. That's why you can have ten. Some of us don't realize that. <laughs> so, 
We can be hard pressed. We can, you know, we, we, we might be, um, you know, hard pressed but not crushed because we are building this faith through the trials that we're going through. I don't know what trials you go through. I've had my share and still going through. Friends, I can't say I've had everything is a breakthrough. I, I can't say that, but I'm in a journey. I'm waiting on the Lord to break through for me. What do you call it? Penterobosan. What do you say? Penerobosan, right? Breakthrough, Lord. This is going to happen. I just need to endure. But I'm building something else inside of me, which is faith and trusting the Lord. Amen? If we don't, we will not build further. I feel if we just want an easy faith life, we won't go very far because the fire is coming. But I'd rather have God's fire. When God's fire is within us, man, He will really, all the fire will touch everything and change, right? Then we're ready for what other outside fire is going to come. Wow, Holy Spirit is on fire in us. Amen? We need to strengthen truly our faith and so that we sharpen our focus. Where are our eyes on? On your physical, material need or is it on the Lord? Is it on the lack of what is around us or is it on the Lord? Is it on what we cannot do or what God can do? Hallelujah. There is something birthing in your spirit. God wants to birth greater grace, greater strength so that His glory can be lifted up and be seen. That He's saying, you are earthen vessels but I'm placing my power in you. I'm placing my grace that is more than sufficient and really you can be stronger than what you can imagine. Amen, church. Thank you for tuning in to Live Podcast. We hope that you will be challenged by this message and you will share it with your friends, family member and co-worker. We hope you have a great day. God bless you.